This episode is brought to you by Kitcaster. Kitcaster books you on top podcasts. How do funded startup founders attract prospects and talent? Podcast interviews. How do entrepreneurs with exits find new deals? Podcast interviews. How do C-suite execs differentiate in crowded markets? Podcast interviews. Kitcaster books you on top podcasts. Click the link in the show notes for a special offer. Celebrate good conversation. If you believe life is too short to be caught up in insecurities, fear, and feeling defeated, then let's hang out in the Dream Big Kick-Ass Podcast. Hey, thanks for joining me today. Hope you are doing well. Um, I'd like to talk to you today about being versus doing. But before we dive in, if you are enjoying this podcast, I would love it if you could leave a positive review on your favorite podcast platform. You could also help with the cost of keeping this podcast going by clicking on the buy me a coffee link in the show notes. If you're so inclined, I would super appreciate it. All right. So in my most recent counseling session, uh, I was talking about how I'd been kind of in a funk lately. So yes, sometimes we all get in a funk, right? But the key is to not stay there, which by the way, having a counselor is definitely helpful for that. I completely uh, support anybody and everybody who has a counselor. Um, I think it's a good idea. It's one of the best things I ever did for myself last year. All right. So anyway, I've been trying to figure out what the contributing factors are and I've just of my funk that I'm in. And I've decided that one of the many culprits is social media and all of its distractions and its ability to create false and limiting beliefs in my head. I mean, I mostly use it for business purposes and to connect to people that I know and to meet new people on, in the online entrepreneur realm. But Even when you're using it for good, it can cause some disruption in the force, so to speak. And I kind of stepped away from it for a while to give myself a break because I just got sick of it. I got sick of being on Facebook and worrying about did I post enough, uh, did I post enough in my group or did I connect enough with this person or that person or did this this post have have any engagement to speak of or whatever. So I just got sick of it and I stepped away from it for about, you know, a week and a half. I'm still kind of like gradually getting back. So, and normally I practice what I call no scroll Sunday by not allowing myself to mindlessly scroll on Facebook or Instagram or even in my inbox, because that's a nightmare in and of itself. But instead on Sundays, I will read or go do something outside, weather permitting, or spend time with my boyfriend or other friends and family. And um, so I have been reading more and doing more reflecting during the week, not just on Sundays and trying to get out of the funk, right? So anyway, during my session, my therapist brought up the idea that we are human beings, not human doings. I forgot the book or whatever it was that she was referring to uh, that said this, this phrase. But anyway, we talked about how being is just as important as doing and it's, it's, it's like the whole idea of allowing yourself to just be still and relax and reflect, um, not just for the purpose of rejuvenating, but for problem solving and allowing create creative ideas to flow, just allowing yourself to be. And that is a difficult, difficult concept for most people because we are so used to doing and accomplishing and producing. And those things tend to be very much connected 
to our feelings of self-worth, right? Productivity is also connected to acceptance and approval from others, which, you know, also plays into that self-worth thing. So anyway, during the session, I recounted how as a teenager and a woman in my 20s, my parents would always tell me, you are burning the candle at both ends. You're going to make yourself sick. And they were right because parents are always right. And um, eventually I would wear myself out working. I was working all kinds of part-time jobs and I think only one or two of them paid anything piddly at all. But plus I was going to school and doing things with my friends and, and doing so many things at church and whatever. I was just constantly, constantly doing stuff, constantly on the go. And then as a teacher, it was the same game, right? Burning the candle at both ends until I was just absolutely completely burned out. Like I had no more to give. I didn't feel anyway. And then uh, my, my counselor reminded me that when I first started going to see her last year, I was totally wiped out, exhausted, depressed, full of stress and anxiety. And now a little over a year later, I am so much happier. I'm not overwhelmed and anxious all the time. I'm not saying everything is perfect because it's never going to be perfect because this world that we live in is not perfect. But, but when I made the decision to change things in my life last year, then my values shifted. Now, if you would have asked me if I last year, like, if I, do you value family and emotional and physical and mental health? I would have totally said yes, of course I do. But my actions were not aligned with those values. In day-to-day practice, it didn't really reflect, you know, what I was doing and where I was going and how I was feeling did not really reflect those values that I said that I had, right? So after making the decision to value peace and calm over running around like a chicken with my head cut off, what I've discovered is that those old habits die hard. That old mindset tries to rear its ugly head when I'm trying to be a human being, not just a human doing. And my self-worth is or was largely connected to my productivity, like I said earlier, but not just an acceptable amount of productivity. I'm talking an idealistic, unrealistic amount of pro- productivity. Like if I haven't accomplished this huge task list list in a short amount of time, then I'm not doing enough. If I'm reading or listening or praying or enjoying God's nature, then I'm not doing enough because I can't see something concrete that shows I've spent my time, quote unquote, wisely. Well, guys, that is a bunch of crap. I spent so many years not being fully present with the people that I loved or with the people or students that I was supposed to be helping because of all of the doing I was thinking about or doing. I was thinking ahead of the next thing I needed to do in order to meet a deadline or please a parent or provide thorough documentation or be prepared for a meeting or for an evaluation or whatever thing, whatever next thing that was pressing for me to do. I had a really hard time just relaxing and being in the moment without worrying about what I wasn't getting done. I was a human doing instead of a human being. There has to be a balance. I I don't know what the formula is for that balance or if one even exists, it probably doesn't. But I do know that I've been trying to shake that old guilt that I feel sometimes when I'm not working enough hours on my business. I mean, like who even says how many hours is enough? I I don't even know. I don't know who makes that rule. I, I mean, it's my business. I should make that rule, I guess. Right. But 
I don't even know, know what those hours are supposed to be <laughs> or if there has there has to be a set amount of hours, set number of hours. I don't know. And like, I, you know, I feel guilty that I still have that guilt, you know, when I take time to spend with my family. And but that's one of the reasons why I quit teaching and and quit that, you know, just that crazy, all the stress and all that stuff. I, qu- I quit doing that because I wanted to have a schedule that would be more flexible to accommodate my family. When my mom and my mom need me, I pretty much can be there without having to worry about putting more on my coworkers or getting someone to cover my classes or having to prep for a sub or having to reschedule meetings or catch up on training that I missed or whatever. My values are that my family is important. My health mentally and physically is important and emotionally And I needed to line my actions and decisions up with those values. And though I have taken steps to do that, now comes, you know, more mindset work, reprogramming my brain to be okay with my taking time to plant flowers in the backyard or relaxing with my boyfriend in the hammock or going to see a friend when she's struggling and needs to talk or reading a book that I know will encourage me and help me to ditch the guilt or reflecting on why I got upset about something someone said to me that really shouldn't have upset me. Taking the time to reflect and process is something I know I need to do. It's important. And my question, I have several questions for you, but like one of them is, are you allowing yourself to be, are you allowing yourself the time that you need to, to just reflect and process and figure things out and become creative again or whatever? So the question of the day is, are you a human being or a human doing? I'd love for you to ponder that idea and shoot me a message to tell me what your thoughts are on that. You can email me at mandysawyervision at gmail.com or you can message me on Facebook or through my website at mandysawyer.com. I would love to hear from you. So also, hey, if you are dabbling with the idea of starting your own podcast, then dabble no more, my friend. It is easy with Buzzsprout. They offer you a 90-day free trial, which is really a perfect amount of time to try it out and see if podcasting is something you want to continue long term. So just go to mandysawyer.com slash buzzsprout to get started. That is my affiliate link, and that just tells Buzzsprout that I sent you, and it's going to get you a $20 Amazon gift card if you upgrade to a paid account. Y'all, thanks for listening, and have an amazing, wonderful day. And remember to dream big and kick ass.